everyone. Welcome to our midweek podcast. I'm Pastor Josh. It's a beautiful Thursday, and I actually have some friends with me today. And so we have three gals that are here that work at the church, and they're going to introduce themselves and say what they do. So go ahead. Uh, so my name is Sarah Lynn, and I'm an intern here at Elam, and I work with Caitlin in the Sisterhood program. My name's Nicole, and I'm the interim children's director for Elam Kids right now. And my name is Loren, and I work with Elam Young Adults, as well as doing some communications here at the church. Awesome. Awesome. So thanks for being on the podcast, ladies. Yeah, thank you. Oh, thank you. I so appreciate you taking the time. Uh, full full disclosure, we actually did record this earlier, and <laughs> something went wrong. So we're so this is this is the second go around, but I'm sure that these, these gals are going to do fantastic. So... <laughs> So Pastor Marvin, in a sermon last week, or last weekend, actually talked about the celebration of the shepherds as they figure out that Jesus is coming, the Messiah is actually here. So the the big question for me is, how do we actually celebrate Jesus in a way that's significant? And what has been your experience with that? So I think it's helpful to kind of start with, how did you grow up celebrating Jesus? Yeah, so whoever wants to go first. Sure, I can start. Um, so yeah, my family, uh, for us, we always uh, put a big emphasis on getting together as a family. So we would um, gather and then we, um, my family's pretty tradition heavy, I guess. So we uh, would usually try to go skating in the evening. We would go to a Christmas Eve service and then uh, we'd get together. And before we opened a present, we would uh, go through the Christmas story and read the Bible together mm. and just yeah, gather together and spend some time as a family. Awesome. Okay, great. And well, so uh, yeah. So we, my family, is similar in that regard. That we um, we always had a pretty big emphasis on getting together with family um, and spending time together. Uh, Christmas morning, we would always read the Christmas story before opening our presents, um, and then at the extended family gatherings, um, often that's what we would do as well before. Um, before just, you know, eating or, or opening presents there as well. So that was always a pretty big part of Christmas for me. That's great. Echoing Loren and Sarah Lynn, family was a big part of Christmas. I often remember as a little kid, we went to our grandparents' house, all our extended family. And before any gifts were opened, my grandpa would read the Christmas story and often a devotion. And then if there was any missionary in the field that he had got a letter from, we would often pray for them as well. Me being a little kid, I didn't quite understand Mm. why we were doing all of this. Mm -hmm. And it was a long process, (laughs) but it happened. And now looking back at at it while I'm older, I definitely appreciate it more, I would say. And yeah, now I would say our family tradition is sitting around and reflecting on the past year and mm. the ups and downs and how we saw God work through it all and just kind of our hopes mm. for the next year and praying mm-hmm. through that as well as always eating Christmas baking throughout the whole thing. Uh, obviously, <laughs> obviously, yeah. obviously. Well, I, I think that's significant because all three of you have kind of pointed out a theme, right? Like that all, all, all three families actually had this process of remembering Christ in the celebration, which mm-hmm. which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I can imagine for all three of you, at some point in your lives, you're like, mm, okay, because all, all of you are, are, are in your 20s. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, like, what I think is significant from your story is that all three of you remember that mm-hmm. as being important, uh, maybe not necessarily liking it, but now in your adult life, mm-hmm. is it something that you want to continue on with your families later on? Mm-hmm. 
if you decide to have families, um, no, you know, no pressure, but, it, uh, but ultimately it, like how, how did that tradition of reading the Bible, remembering Christ actually affect your spirituality? Yeah. I mean, I think for myself, um, it's something that my grandparents passed along and that my parents did when I was growing up. And like, I would love to incorporate those practices into my future family and to be able to pass those along to, to the next generation. And I think it's really important to, you know, like stop and actually, um, take a moment to just recognize that this is the reason why we're so busy in this season or, you know, like the reason we're going through everything we're going through in this season, why we're celebrating, why mm. we're uh, getting together with family is all because of Jesus. Right. So mm. I think I would love to, yeah, to pass that along. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. I would have to agree. I would love to continue um, having that emphasis on Christ uh, when I have a family um, later on in life and just maybe even, you know, making new traditions sure. of maybe even having like smaller gifts and uh, doing something um, in the community or something like that mm-hmm. with my family. I've thought of doing those kind of things. I think that'd be really neat mm-hmm. to start That's cool. doing something like that. So cool. Mm-hmm. So cool. So it's obviously affected you. It's, mm-hmm. all, it's obviously mm-hmm. affected the way that you think about Christ, what he means mm-hmm. to you in your life, like, like those types of things. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything from you? No, you're good. I echo. I, I echo their echo. Is, 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 ditto. It, yeah, ditto is ultimately the thing. So I think for many of us, when it comes to our our Christmas experience, like for for us, it's very close and it's it's very good. But I like many many of us, and I I'm, all of us do have friends and family that don't know Jesus. Uh, I think for many people, there's some trepidation around, well, I don't want to be pushy at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, this is my opportunity, right? Jesus is the reason for the season. But ultimately, what I don't want to come off as preachy to the people in my life that I love that don't necessarily celebrate for the same reasons. So do you have any encouragement around how to do that well for the people that are listening? Because Pastor Marvin Servan several times talked about how there are certain aspects of our faith that we get there's, there's trepidation around sharing it because we don't know enough. We don't know how to say certain things. And yet I think the reality is this is an opportunity for many of us who love Jesus to actually share our faith. So in your experience, is there anything that has helped, anything that you've done, any encouragement around that? Yeah, well, so for me, um, the family that I get together with during Christmas is mostly like those that live nearby and they are mostly believers. So um, during Christmas and that kind of thing, there's not a whole lot of opportunity for that. But I know I've definitely experienced where um, I'm just really terrified to talk to someone who is a non-believer and like share my faith with them um, because I'm so afraid I'm going to misportray God Mm. or say the wrong thing or not have a good answer for a really tough question they have and um, I guess sort of how I've gone about that is just um, like through talking to my friends and uh, professors and things like that just um, like if there's something I don't know then I guess I should find out what the answer to that yeah, is and like, and you know, get training, get help for that. Um, it's really just, um, yeah, something we all should know how to do as mm-hmm. far as like, what does our faith mean um, to people who don't 
believe in God and kind of try to see things from their mm-hmm. perspective. Because I know I've, when I was younger, I mostly saw everything from like the Christian perspective sure. and everybody I knew was a Christian. And so I wasn't, I didn't know how to answer those hard yeah. questions. Right. So, um, yeah, just like educating yourself, reading, like reading the word from a different perspective. Sure. What would somebody else think about this? Um, yeah. Talking to other people and their experience mm-hmm. with what how they answered those tough questions. And it's very genuine, I think, right? Because like then, at least it's not coming from a place of, uh, we get accused all the time of being know-it-alls mm-hmm. or being, I, I, I'm more spiritual than you. And when you, I think when you say to somebody, I don't know the answer, I'm, but I'm willing to go check that out, yeah. it, it, I think it levels a certain certain amount of humility. And that's, that is attractive to people, mm-hmm. I, I, I think, yeah. And anything else? I would say for me, this question would have been great when I was back in high school. My experiences there, I went to an all-public school. There was a few of us who were Christians. I would say most people knew what I believed. I didn't necessarily just preach to people all the time about it, and not many people asked questions. So with that scenario, I would say I learned to, at the beginning of a day or before an encounter with someone, I would pray to Uh, to God and just ask for wisdom in a situation or just that his love would shine in me and shine through me to other people so that Mm. through my actions and the way I just interacted with people that like they would know his love Mm. and just kind of sharing God through that aspect or situation rather than verbally telling the gospel both are important, but yeah. yes, and that has traveled with me throughout my past few years. That's a good point. Like, I mean, because it, it does come down to both. Because you can, uh, it, there, there's a quote, I think it's St. Francis of Assisi is, is coined with saying it. Uh, yeah, Preach the gospel and at times use words. I think that's the idea. The idea is live it out. Mm-hmm. But the interesting part is he, he never actually said that. Uh, if anybody knows St. Francis of Assisi, he's actually a voracious preacher of the gospel. <laughs> but there is this point, I think, where it's a combo of the two. And I think you're right, right? That it has to be a both and mm-hmm. of living it out, but then still sharing what the good news is. And Christmas is good news. So yeah. awesome. Ren, you got anything to add? Yeah, I mean, I would just add on to that. I mean, I think Christmas is... Uh, this great season where people are more open um, to just to connecting with people and to reconnecting with people. So from my experience, I find Christmas to be a great time if you have people in your life, friends or family um, who know the Lord or who don't know Jesus. um, It's a great time to just reconnect with them and to show love and care for them and not even with the motivation to share the gospel in that moment. But I think when people feel your care and your love and that desire to reconnect or to Mm. know them, I think that's when you get those opportunities opened up um, and the Holy Spirit can work through that too. So good. So good. Well, thank you so much, ladies. I know all three of you are very busy. Uh, Not only do you have stuff going on at the church, but also real life with all kinds of other things. So thank you for taking the time to do this. I so appreciate it. And for the, everybody listening, thank you for taking the time to listen. We 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 appreciate it very much. Nicole's waving. Like, see, see, see you later. See you later. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time to listen. Uh, if you want to explore all of the other episodes for us, you can do that at elamchurch.podbean.com. 
Also, you can find us on iTunes. Just look up Elam Church. We're there. And if you want to find out anything else about Elam, please go to elamchurch.ca. We have all kinds of stuff coming up. Also, our Christmas Eve service is happening Monday at 6 p.m. It'd be a great opportunity for you to bring somebody out to that. If you've never created some kind of Christmas tradition, our Christmas Eve service is actually a great way to start uh, with some tradition. So it's, it's pretty good. Lots of music. Lots of things going on. And anything, anything else to say? Except for bye. Okay. Uh, Bye, everybody. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Merry Christmas. See you next week.